I'd like to welcome you back to the Pathway to Your Results podcast. I am your host, Derek Grant. If it's your first time, welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, before we get started, I just want to take some time. I, I promised myself that I would speak on this and all that's going on in our world. You know, our world's been kind of, if we were to look at it in terms of duality, it's been crazy compared to what it was before 2020. And you see all that's going on now with, you know, Russia and Ukraine. I just want to take some time to speak on this for a little bit, but... Um, it's I'm starting to see more and hear more people here, at least Americans say, you know, pray for Ukraine, which tells me that our perspectives are shifting and changing. We're starting to see, hopefully, that, you know, wars like no one wins in war. Nobody wins in war. We can be, you know, whether it's we're invading Iraq for, you know, Saddam, you know, the oil or, you know, we're after Bin Laden, no matter what war, no one wins. No one wins. And here's what I mean by nobody winning. Not in the win of sense of like, oh, well, we won the war and this is I I mean, like, because this is part of the episode, you're going to see that everything leads the same route, but sorry, to the same destination. But when you look at what war does. I mean, it has lasting effects. You think about like if you're a five-year-old kid and you're in Ukraine, the Ukraine right now, like you will always remember this. And we see it now with technology. We have the ability to, I mean, I was on TikTok the other day and they had a, a TikTok live. Somebody was in the Ukraine, like showing like a bomb shelter. And I'm like, technology has enabled us to be able to see everything in real time and, 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 and see what people are going through. But how I'm saying that the world is changing is I'm starting to see more and more people now start to empathize. Right? We're empathizing. We're putting ourselves in someone else's shoes. And this goes for, you know, I, I've always been, I've never understood the concept of war. Like, so I'm going to go and like, you have something I want or you're doing something that I don't like. So I'm going to then go and kill you. It makes no sense to me. It makes absolutely no sense. I'm not only going to kill you, I'm going to kill innocent people who have nothing to do with it. Think about when you drop a bomb on somebody, you're killing people who had nothing to do with it. If Russia came and dropped a bomb in the United States and say they dropped it in, I don't know, New York City or Washington, D.C., and they're trying to get the president, they're trying to hit Biden. But how many other people are going to be casualties? They had no maybe they had no opinion. Maybe they hadn't. They didn't care. They couldn't they couldn't care one bit about what was going on, but they ended up being a casualty of it. So this is why I say nobody wins in war because of those who are involved. that have nothing to do with it. My perspective um, on the whole thing, I always say there's always a deeper meaning. There's always a deeper reason than what's on the surface. There's an energy that must be uh, resolved, reconciled. We don't always know what it is initially, but if you stick around long enough, you'll see what it is. And when I say this, this is on a spiritual level because the spiritual plane is what dictates the physical plane that we live on. The unseen will always dictate the scene. So my whole point of this quick little rant is to use this situation in Russia and the Ukraine to better your life. How can you use it to better your life? Maybe it makes you more grateful. Maybe it makes you more uh, empathetic. Maybe it's, I don't know, whatever it is. I can say for me personally, what this does, it makes me want to hunker down even more to try and help humanity and free souls. I'm recording this episode right now on a day that I don't normally record this episode. I had, you know, three hours free. I'm like, you know what? I got to get in here and I got to talk about some things to try and help some people. And it's a direct reflection or direct result because of what's going on in Ukraine. So 
as I tell everybody, use this situation that what's going on, and not just this you know situation in the U- in Ukraine, but every situation. You're using it to better the inner part of you, but it's your responsibility to figure out what you need to do. So, which is a perfect segue right into the next part of it. Right, the main, the meat and the potatoes of this podcast. I want to talk to you all about. Like not getting caught up in what's right and what's wrong, or did I make the right choice? Is this the right career for me? Should I be doing something else? Am I being a good mom? Am I being a good dad? Am I a good? Hu-? That's not the question to ask, right? That's a dualistic point of view. For me to be good, that means I would have been comparing it to something else, right? And so I'm a good basketball player when I score twenty, compared to someone who scores ten. But scoring twenty is not very good at all compared to someone who scores fifty. And scoring 50 is really not that good compared to somebody who scores 81. You see how it keeps moving. The bar keeps moving. So this is from a dualistic perspective. The key is to look at it from a non-dualistic perspective. So in order to do that, understand that every route, right? Imagine it's a fork in the road because we do have this universal law. that uh, It's called the cosmic law of consent, also known as free will. You have the choice. If you come to a fork in the road, you will always have the choice to exercise Going left or going right, looking at the situation this way or looking at the situation that way. When you understand that you have this ability, not looking at it as being good or bad, but understanding that if I go left at the fork or I go right, they're both going to lead to the same place. One may be through the forest. The other one may be through, you know, I don't know, the uh, walking on the shore next to the coastline. But they're both going to lead to the same place. It's almost like when you go to the grocery store from your house. There's more than one route to take. You can go one that's a little longer, a little more scenic. Um, you're going to burn a little more gas, or you can do one that's a straight line and you know you enjoy it the most. The same goes for life because we live in a fractalized universe as above, so below. So I use the below as going to the grocery store. It seems like, oh yeah, going to the grocery store, I can take any route. The same goes for your marriage. The same goes for you as being a parent. The same goes for you with your occupation. You have the choice to choose but there is no wrong answer because if I use the example of this, okay, let's just say uh, I need to learn financial responsibility, okay? That's the main. That's the main lesson. I need to learn financial responsibility. I can win the lottery for two hundred fifty million dollars, and now all of a sudden I have two hundred fifty million dollars cash, and if I don't learn how to manage this. It's going to literally eat me alive. So now here I am. I have a wealth of of money, an abundance of money. But by having that much, I'm going to have to learn how to have financial responsibility. So that's going left in the road. The other way in the road is going right. Let's just say my life, I have nothing. I'm dead broke. I have nothing, dead up to my neck. But I got to figure out a way to get rid of the debt and start building and saving. So I have to start being more responsible. I have to start uh, um, being a little more detailed, right? Start paying attention to my spending and the income and all these things. This is the complete opposite end of the spectrum. This is going right at the fork in the road, but yet both of them are going to end up teaching me the same thing. The guy who has a bunch of money is going to have to learn how to become financially responsible. And the guy who doesn't have any money is going to have to learn how to become financially responsible. You're both... I'm trying to think how to say this. It's the same destination. It's the same end. Which way you go is determined by what your soul needed. 
It's determined by what your soul needed. Your soul, look, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and say this. A lot of us don't realize because our only concept of uh, spirituality or understanding of self, the unseen in the spiritual world, is based on religion. It's based on a book. And the book, for I'm speaking for Westerners, is, is largely, I mean, like you wouldn't even believe, misinterpreted, mistranslated, mistaught, misunderstood. So this is our form, this is our basis of reality. So we think, oh, well, if it's not in this book, then it doesn't exist. It's almost like the, the, the thing, I don't know if you guys ever seen it. It was the tale of um, the elephant and six men. And each one of these elephant, these men were holding, or touching a different part of the elephant, but they were blindfolded. So one guy is touching the ears and he has a blindfold over his eyes and he said, oh, it's a fan. Another guy is touching the, uh, the tail and he says, oh, it's a rope. And the other one's touching the leg and he says, it's a wall. And the other one's touching the trunk and he said it was a, um, a hose. They're all touching the same elephant, the same elephant. And each one of them, what they're experiencing is true. But here's the problem. They think that's what it is and they don't see that it's just a part of the whole. So this is what we do. We don't realize like, oh, well, there's no such thing because it wasn't in the Bible or it wasn't in it. Well, no, that's just, that's just a part of it. When you step out of it and you see and you understand the evolution of a soul before you even incarnated, before you even stepped inside of your body, a soul has a mission already. Sorry, spirit, consciousness. It has a mission of what it needs to do and then it carries it out through the soul. But the problem is, the ego gets in between the spirit and the soul, so now the soul is only taking orders from the ego. Once you get your ego out of the way, we've talked about this earlier in the, in, in the season, season two. Once you get out the way, now you can start taking, you can take direct orders from the spirit, consciousness, that which is all, and you're taking instruction. So it already has the blueprint. So it's like this: you ever asked you, you ever ended up in a situation? You're like, I can't believe it ended up being this way. Oh my gosh, I could have never. Yeah, it's because at some point, and we have different names for it, right? We have different labels. We call it uh, spirit. We call it Holy Spirit. We call it the higher self. Um, we call it our true self. There's a bunch of different names for it. But this is the this is the part of you, the the part of your consciousness that already knows what the deal is, what's the mission, what has to be done. But it can't carry out. It carries it out through personalizing itself and individualizing itself, and this is what we call a soul. Disney did a remarkable job of this in the movie Soul, right? So you you get to carry out this existence, and if your main purpose in life is for your spirit, for consciousness to understand um, financial responsibility, like I said, we'll just use this as, a, uh, as an example, to uh, acquire generational wealth. Which route you take is irrelevant because of the they're both going to end up in the same place. So I can go left and have a bunch and grow up with a family who's abundant, or I can go right and have to grow up with a family who has nothing and work my way up. But both of them are going to teach me about the inner part of me, and they will end at the same destination. So I say this to you as a mother, as a father, as an entrepreneur, no matter what it is, don't worry about and go into this dualistic way of thinking of, is this the right decision? Is this the right thing? Is this the right job for me? It doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. Either way you go, it's going to end up teaching you a bit, like a, a deeper part of you. It's going to teach you about you so you can better understand you. And by better understanding you, you better understand everything else because everything else was a projection of you. So I started to be a little more bold, a little more, um, I guess you can say risque or <laughs> I don't know what the word is we'd call it, but like 
not being afraid because I know even if I skin my knee, I'm going to learn the same lesson from that I would have learned if I didn't skin my knee up. You see what I'm saying? This is the way life actually works. It unfolds. So when you understand this, your divine nature is embedded in you understanding that no matter what route I take, the divinity in me is going to be shown. It's going to, and this is why it happens. This is why we call the universe, or we call like Notre Dame or Michigan State, or we call them universities. It's a school. It's a school. It's like when you walk up in school, it doesn't matter what classroom you go. You go to the science wing, every teacher in there, Mrs. Kammeyer, Mr. Burris, Mr. No, they're all going to teach science. They're all going to teach biology. It doesn't matter which one you go to, you're going to end up with the same information, the same knowledge. One may do it in a different way than the other, but you're going to end up with the same thing. This is the way life goes, every situation. If we really want to get deep, there is no right or wrong because you're experiencing all possibilities at the same time. You're experiencing all possibilities at the same time, but your consciousness is only aware of the one that you're resonating at that frequency. Here's what I mean by that. Imagine this. Imagine you're laying down and you close your eyes and you can feel like, or you see in your mind's eye, there's 50 versions of you laying side by side. And you rub your hands together. And the one that's rubbing its hands together is the one that your consciousness is inside of. That's So that would we would call your body. That's the one consciousness owns. But all the other ones are waiting right there for you, but it would take you to attune to that vibrational frequency. And if you attune your consciousness to that frequency, now when you rub your hands, it'll be that one rubbing its hands. And here's what I mean by vibrational frequency. When I carry myself as if I'm already in a studio in LA doing this podcast and my podcast is on Sirius XM, it's on Spotify, it's on uh, uh, all of these major, I already have a, a $50 million deal for this podcast and I'm carrying myself like I'm that while I'm sitting here in my bedroom in Indianapolis, Indiana and I'm sitting here actually feeling that in my bones, in my body, in my heart, I'm attuning my consciousness to that frequency, to that vibration. So here's what ends up happening. Physically, it doesn't look like it's happening. It does Well, you're still in your bedroom. No, 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 no. Consciousness had to go first. Thought had to go there first. The mind had to go there first. Remember, the three, the three planes of existence that human being lives on simultaneously are the spiritual, which is where consciousness is, the mental, which is where the mind is, thoughts reside, and the physical, which is where the body, our quote-unquote life is, right? The physical world. As above, so below, though. As above, so below. So wherever my mind went, wherever my mind went, that was where the body, where the physical life was going to follow. So I don't have to worry about getting to LA. I just had to get my mind there. I don't have to worry about being signed to a major uh, label uh, or major radio station, satellite radio. I don't have to worry about that. I had to imagine that it was already there. This is why human beings have an imagination. I've talked about this for I don't know how long. But this is why you have an imagination. Your imagination was a tool. It is a tool for you to create. But here's what happens. Here's what happens. We go by what we see. And because we go by what we see, now we're living of the ego. And because we're living of the ego, now we think that there's a right and a wrong. There is no right and there is no wrong. 
That's a dualistic way of thinking. Instead, when I live from the consciousness of the spiritual world, here's what ends up happening. Now I look at an opportunity and I say, okay, it's been presenting to me. Which route do I want to go? Which one is going to teach me the deeper meaning of what I need to learn about myself? I could go this way and learn, whoo, I learned a lot about myself. Wow. Or I could go this way and see, wow, you know what? I see how I did that. And I wouldn't have been able to do that if I hadn't known this. But the knowing that I have will be the same. I'm presented with something right now. It's like, okay, do I want to work with somebody or do I want to not work with somebody? It's partnership, right? Do I want to do this or no? And I'm sitting here asking myself, racking my brain. I'm like, boy, stop. That's the ego. That's Derek. That's DG. Knock it off. Knock it off. You know whichever one you choose, it's going to end up working out for you. I'm not talking about in the physical world. I'm talking about on the better understanding of self. The better understanding of self. That's what, it, that's what every situation is. Every situation is so you can better understand yourself. Why? Okay, why? Because this energy that is emanating through you is what you would refer to as God, Brahman, Source, the Creator. Whatever label you want to give it in your human egoic world, this is emanating through you. This is emanating through you. And here's the analogy I give for those of you who's ready to go down this rabbit hole with me. Here's the analogy I'll give you. Imagine you're sitting in your house and you're playing Grand Theft Auto, right? We'll just say Grand Theft Auto 5. For those of you that don't know, one of the characters' name is, is Michael. So I'm sitting in my living room playing with Michael. And Michael hops in his whip. You know, he's going all around the, the, the world. You know, uh, Los, San, Los Santos. He's flying helicopter. He's doing all these things, but I'm actually controlling it. So Michael is driving in his uh, Lamborghini through, through uh, Los Santos and Michael thinks he's the one who is actually doing all of this, but little does he realize on a higher dimension, it's, it's DG, it's Derek. Derek is controlling him right now. But Michael has the ability to think on his own and individualize what he's doing so he doesn't realize that there's actually a higher state of consciousness that is emanating through him. This is the way you are. This is how they're able to make video games. This is how they were able to make the metaverse. It's a fractalized universe that we live in. So there's layers, macro, micro, micro becomes a new macro, then a micro, then a micro under the, and then it keeps going, it keeps going, it keeps going, it keeps going, layers, 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 layers. So here's what we do. The ego does, sorry, us being human beings, this is what we do. We'll play with Michael on the video game and we're sitting here. I got a drink next to me. I got my dog sitting next to me and Michael has no clue in the game. No clue. Michael really thinks he's the one driving this Lamborghini. Michael really thinks this because he has no idea there's a higher state of consciousness working through him. This is the way it is with you. There's a higher state of consciousness that is not separate from you. It is working through you. It's working through you. Listen, 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 listen. You got taught though. You got taught that it was outside of you. It was outside of you. And because it's outside of you, now you have to go through someone else to get to it. No. 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 <laughs> no. It was you. It is you. You are it. I am in the Father. The Father is in I. No one gets to the Father except through me. That story, that teacher, was the, 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 the allegorical representation of the human consciousness when there was no ego when there was no ego when you when, when 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 there was no separation between the spirit and the soul because there's no ego telling right the worldly identification 
aka Satan, the devil, and he's telling the soul and telling you what you need to do. Once this was out of the way, now you have access to the spirit. Universal consciousness, the creator, the all, Brahman, Allah, whatever you want to refer to it as, the father. But nobody got to the father except through Jesus. Jesus was the personification and allegorical metaphor of you once your ego was moved out the way. This is why you were supposed to pick up your cross. Your cross was what killed your flesh. Your flesh was your worldly identity. Your worldly identity was your ego. Your ego was the separation between the soul and the spirit. And the spirit was that which was all emanating through you. You see how this works? You see how this works? So what's my point for that for that rant, for that tangent I just went off on? The point of it is, is when you understand that who's at the driver's seat or what's at the driver's seat already has everything planned out. Now you get to choose. This is the beauty of life. You get to choose which route you take. But we already going to the grocery store. We're already going to Kroger's. We're going to Kroger. We already going. We're going to Kroger. Now, I will let you choose how you get there, but you're going to go to Kroger. <laughs> you're going to go to Walmart. You're going to end up going there. So you can, you, 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 I will allow you. And here's what I do you can pick which way you want to go. This is the way the universe works, right? This is the way God works, whatever you want to refer to it as, whatever label you want to give this force, this all intelligent force. Here's what it's doing. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got to better understand myself, but the only way I can understand myself is through contrast. Comparison, reflection, contemplation. And the only way I can contemplate myself is through you individualizing me. So now because you individualize me, or now I'm trying to get back to what I was by removal of the ego. So every time we go through a hardship, this is essentially this this all pervasive force figuring out how it operates and and so it can understand itself. And here's what it wants to do. It wants to understand itself through every perspective in every situation. So this is why when we say in church, we say God is omnipresent. God is omnipresent. God is everywhere. Omni means all, of all things. God is omnipresent. This force, this energy is omnipresent. So it's everywhere. There's nowhere that it's not. I'll tell you what else is like that. When you look at the scientific properties of energy, energy is the same thing. We know that energy is conscious too. Energy is aware. It carries information. So when you understand, we're talking about the same thing. We just developed the name for it. When you understand this, and it's not separate from you. It is not separate from you. When you understand this, now you can relax. I don't have to be so stressed out and uptight about what decision I make. Is this the right one? Is this the wrong one? Will this work out? Will it not work out? You don't have to do all that. You don't have to do that. The question you need to ask yourself, what is this situation going to teach me about myself so that I may better understand me. What is this going to teach me? And the first time or the first question you will ask yourself when you go through a hardship is what is this teaching me right now? So I told you on episodes earlier, this is a long one here. Um, I, I, my family and I went through a tough time back in 2018, 2019, got involved with a guy, uh, multimillionaire, promised all this stuff. Oh, business opportunities. Ended up moving down to Naples, Florida. Moved down to Naples, Florida. Things did not happen the way they had transpired before. I knew it. Our credit's ruined. Um, a car was stolen from us for, by this guy. Um, it just was a sticky situation. So we ended up moving back. 
We end up moving back to Indiana exactly 365 days. And I'm going to tell you this. This is how you know you have a path, right? So when we moved down there, we had to sell our house from when we decided to move to when we actually stepped foot in Naples, Florida. It was six weeks. So imagine like seven weeks earlier, we don't even know we're moving. And then six weeks later, like we're there. (laughs) It all happened so fast. But I had already went down to Florida and my wife and the kids were back in Indiana. And the people who were buying our house, when they bought the house, and we did it. We did it without a real estate agent, right? Because this is what this guy said is the best way to do it. Now that I realized he was just pulling a bunch of fast moves, so we couldn't figure out what was going on, right? This is the way uh, master manipulators and psychopaths operate. But I'm down in Florida, and the house that we got in Florida, we didn't know if there was going to be uh, a washer and dryer. So I'm like, crap. So. Went ahead and bought a washer and dryer. We're sorry, we took the washer and dryer from the house in Indiana without telling the people who we sold the house to. So they think they're getting a washer and dryer. And I'm like, oh crap, well, we got to do something. So here's what we do we'll scramble the last minute, get a washer and dryer, pay $1,600, have a washer and dryer sent to the house in Noblesville, Indiana. And then we ended up getting it installed the day before they move in. Whew, crisis averted, right? Get down to Florida, the house we move into came with the washer and dryer. And I remember how furious I was. I was furious, furious that this washer and dryer was here and I didn't take time to ask. I was asleep. I was was living from such a state of fear. I didn't didn't even want to ask. So now I'm looking at, I'm like, what are we going to do with this washer and dryer? So this washer and dryer sat in the garage for a year. And every time I walked out of the garage, I would be furious because this was a brand new washer and dryer that we, like, why, 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 why did we do this? Well, little did I know that when we moved to Florida 365 days later to the T, we were going to move back. We were going to move back to Indiana. And when we moved back, I was in such a bad place. I mean, just this was the dark night of my soul. It was, I mean, it was rough, right? Moved back with nothing. Literally, I had nothing. I had zero, nothing, $200 to my name. And that $200, you know what that came from? That $200 came from a bucket of coins that I had put underneath my cabinet. Um, every time I had spare change, I would throw it in there. I'd been collecting that for two or three years. That's what I used to get back home. My father-in-law flew down on on Friday. Me and him packed at the house Saturday, Sunday. We drove the U-Haul up Monday. And me and him always talk about this story where we put the last mattress in. And nothing else would fit in that U-Haul but the mattress. And it fit. And we just barely got the door shut. And we, anyway, we, it was just it was a funny moment for us because we're like, yo, this is... Like everything just was falling in line for us to get back literally to this mattress fitting in here. So anyway, we ended up driving back and getting back. And I was in such a low place. I let my wife Carly like figure out a place for us to move because we couldn't even buy a house. We couldn't buy a house because our credit was so messed up. And because our credit was so messed up, like I didn't know what to do. I'm like, I'm like oh my gosh, what is going on? So anyway, we get back. Carly found a house, right? My wife found a house. And I had never seen the house, didn't want to know. I'm in such, I don't even care at this point. And I pull up and I'm just like, man, I just feel like a failure. I feel like a loser. I feel like I've let my family down. I just feel dejected. And we pull up and the house needed a washer and dryer. It didn't have a washer and dryer, nor was I in a place financially to be able to buy a washer and dryer. I'm being authentic and vulnerable and open and honest with you so you can hopefully see that it's okay to be authentic and vulnerable and honest and open. 
This is actually the highest vibration of self, the real me. So now here we are, we move back and we have a washer and dryer and trying to figure out life. Trying to figure out life, trying to pick myself back up. And I was the victim for the longest. Somebody said, hey, Derek, hey, I see you're back. How are you? How are you? Oh, man, you'll never believe what happens. The first thing I tell him. It got so crazy, man. I went down such a rabbit hole. The FBI, I was, the FBI was using me as a confidential informant to try and get the guy who I was involved with because been, they'd been after him for two or three years. So they gave me, they gave me another cell phone. They gave me a, a fake email address. They'd have me meeting me in parking lots at a park at these random hours, make sure nobody's following you. They gave me a, a code name. My code name was Crossbow. I haven't told anybody that. It's the first time you're, you're the first time anyone's ever hearing this other than my wife. I got to a point, I was like, what is this? How did I get to this point? I was the victim. I was the victim. I was looking at it like this happened to me. I can't believe this happened to me. This is the worst. Nobody understands how bad it feels. You have no idea. This can't believe this guy did this to me. Then Kobe died. 2020 happened. And I started living. I'm sorry, I started going out in the woods and just sitting out in the woods and in, in, in nature started speaking to me. And it wasn't that nature was speaking to me. It was that my ego was dying. So I could hear, I could hear my spirit. I could hear consciousness just a little bit better. The soul was now hearing it was hearing that still, small voice that had always been talking, but I ignored it. And this still, small voice said to me when I was leaving the woods one day, it said, You're here to help people remember what they were before they forgot. Just like Jesus did. So I'm like, oh, I got to become a pastor. I'm going to be a pastor. No, that's not what that meant. Religion would have confined me, would have kept me in one. Now I wouldn't have been able to touch all souls. Souls don't have a religion. So this is how this podcast started. This podcast started as a way to help souls remember what they were. I hope you don't forget what you are. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I hope you remember what you are through this podcast, through anything that I do, social media, interviews, articles, no matter what it is. I hope it helps you to remember the divine nature that resides in you, not on the outside of you. My whole point of that story was I took the route of Maybe going left, the hardship, the struggle for me to learn. I need to become more responsible. I need to be able to say no. I need to be able to speak up for myself. I know I need I need to be able to have a better understanding of self. So I took the route that probably was a little dirtier, maybe a little more bumpy. But that was the route that I took. My soul needed that route for it to fully come alive, for it to fully wake up. So now I can look to this day and look back on 2018 and 2019. And I'm so unbelievably grateful for what it's done. Because now I see why I took that route to get to Kroger. Why I took that route to get to the grocery store. Why I took that route to get to this understanding of self, of seeing and knowing what I truly was. There was a point in time where I thought it was the wrong way. There is no wrong way, my friend. Understand that your soul, the evolution of the soul, is all we're here for, to evolve and grow. Which route you take, it doesn't matter. But you must ask yourself, what is this teaching me? So you can extract the lesson and continue your ascension in this existence we call life.
I just want to thank you. I want to thank you for the text messages that I get, the DMs that I get. Um, truly, I, 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 I wish I could tell you how true, like express how grateful I am. I literally, I just got a text message from somebody while I'm doing this episode. And they said, another dope episode, bro. I can definitely relate. I'm just trying to help every and anyone. Because I know what it feels like. I've been to the bottom of the bottom. Relatively speaking, I've been to the bottom of my life. I know what it feels like. I know what it feels like when you just, there is no, like, what am I going to do? How am I going to make it to today? My family's looking at me like, how am I going to do? I know what it feels like. I know what it feels like when you look yourself in the mirror. You don't, you don't feel like you're, you're worth anything. I know how it feels when you look at yourself and you say, man, I'm a failure. I'm a failure. I know how that feels. So I'm not coming from a place of, I'm just talking. No, I'm coming from a place of experience. You won't know truth until you experience it. Well, maybe, maybe our surface looks different, but the same energy is underneath. I know what you're feeling. I know what you dealt with. That's why I can tell you with conviction and affirm you and tell you to pick yourself up. Pick yourself up. You tell the ego, get behind me. My true nature is infinite. My true nature is pure. There is no illness. There is no lack. I am only abundance when I truly am. The ego made you think that you were less than what you actually were. Now, I don't want to make it sound like the ego is the bad guy because you need the ego. You just need to control the ego instead of allowing the ego to control you. I just want to tell you all thank you. And continue on to the pathway to your results.